Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're here doing it once again for you all. Vince, give him a shout out. Hey everybody, welcome back. We're glad you're here with us again. Uh, back in the CCR 505 studios here in the 505. That's right. And uh, speaking of the 505, we do our shot. Now tell them the connection with the 505 with our shot. All right. So let me get started with the 505. First of all, Chris, yep, here you go, son. Always going to shout you out. That's... My son. And Chris but, will always be known as the original sponsor. He will. But I just recently got the email, and thank you, Jennifer. I'm glad you like that we're sponsoring you and shouting you out on our podcast. And as I said, we will always until this bottle's gone. So once again, people, the Nickel Company, if you're interested in vodka and you're from the 505, this is how you do it. Go and get a bottle of this. It is good, I'm telling you. And Vince, didn't you right. give them that? Website? Uh, it's the www. This is Jennifer's. Oh, that's Jennifer's. Okay. okay sorry. But we're going to give you the email. <laughs> Jennifer will be like, why is everyone contacting me? It's www.nickelnickleco.com. That's right. And uh, if you're in the Albuquerque area, we were in an alien brew pub. We go there. Uh, that's our watering hole. It's not right. far from our, from the studio here. Uh, we go there and we, we talk about what we're going to podcast about. And we discuss a lot of stuff. We we actually discuss, discuss a lot of world issues. But we do. They do have the nickel products there. So if you want to drop by the alien brew pub or uh, Uptown Sports Bar, they they have the nickel in it. It's really good stuff. I I recommend you go check it out. Have a shout and check it out. That's what we say. Anyway, Nickel Kump, here you are. This time you're in orange juice, vodka and orange juice. Right. We're, we're trying to with different things. And, uh, That's right. We haven't had anything that it's not good with. That's right. So here's to you. And to all our, our fans, of yeah. course. Man. There again, in like orange, a good screwdriver. Right, and orange juice uh, is so good. So since it has orange juice, it's kind of healthy? It is. Yeah, it is healthy for us. So maybe we should do like 10 of them to my get doc- our vitamin C. My doctor's going to be so pleased. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, people try it out. Nikoko, the vodka, the gin, you won't be disappointed. Right, and pass it along to your friends as, as well as the uh, podcast. That's right. Anyway... We're going to get back on the topic tonight. And I was telling my brother, I recently rewatched a series that's on Showtime and it's called UFO. I watched it once before and I went through it again last night and I caught, you know, you watch something over and over, you catch different things. I caught several things that 
were brought to my attention that I originally didn't see. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, but I want to talk about them with my brother. So in this series, it, it's all about government disclosure, when they're going to do it, how they're going to do it, and if they even know about it. Well, this documentary, this series really shines in the light that Harry Reid, our senator who recently passed, God bless his soul, he was at the forefront of wanting our government to disclose everything that the government knew about UFOs uh, along with some other people. And uh, it's really interesting what our government does and does not know. Now, I'm going to touch on a subject because me and my brother were both in the Navy and we were serving our country. Well, if I would have known what these Navy ships were seeing out at sea without telling the rest of us, I would definitely be digging into it as well. Um, so many sightings since, I want to say, Roswell. Right. The Navy has had so many encounters with these objects out at sea. And not just the aircraft, just the people on the ships to have seen stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But most recently, the one that blew it open is the New York Times uh, article, which had the video of the Tic Tac video, and they interviewed that pilot too. Now, that pilot, was he, he almost came to tears just saying how it's affected his life, how he can't sleep, how it, right. it's really, you know, brought him traumatic memories and uh he thought he was going to lose his life because these craft they were like un they were like nothing he's seen before the way they moved in the water the way they maneuvered there's no way our aircraft could have went toe-to-toe combat with them right and that me and my brother both been in the military and that leads us to think that we knew when we were in what kind of technology we had out there. Now, I don't think the Chinese or the Russians or the Turkish or the Iranians have technology that could do that to our aircraft because we are, as it stands today, still the superior military out there. Right. Now, getting back to something I said earlier, when the Soviet Union collapsed, uh, I was. this is when the Gulf War was going on. I was in the Middle East, and they were flying their aircraft in there. They were basically not getting paid, so they were selling stuff on the black market. But I got a chance to... They weren't around. I probably shouldn't have done it, but I got on one of their aircraft just to see where they compare to ours. And uh, the aircraft that we had there, uh, it was older technology. It wasn't cutting edge. We weren't like in a fighter wing or something. Right. But their stuff was like... Decades behind us. Right. I'm and talking like resistor tubes and stuff like you see on the old TV. And that's why I, I find it hard to believe that they've caught up to us so quick. And and that brings me to another uh, issue. Uh, we, we supposedly in this country, we have alien technology. Well, you know, that's that's always been the premise ever since the Roswell crash. But like we've talked about, even before the Roswell even crash, before, yeah. even before, look, we've had two crashes here in New Mexico. 
most of the population, most of the world knows about the Roswell crash. But there was, before the Roswell crash, there was a UFO crash that happened in Aztec, New Mexico, which is in the Farmington Fruitland that, near the Navajo Nation area. Right. That happened before the Roswell crash. And not many people know about that. But the government scooped that crash up before it could even be hit the papers. Right. They, and... Um, our mom told me a story a long time ago about a crash. We have this mountain range. When you come into our hometown from the east, it's called the Hogsback. Hogsback. It looks like a Hogsback, or it looks like the back of something. The way it sticks out. Well, if you look at a hog, and let's say you're let's say you're an Arkansas fan, the Razorback of the hog, how it right, stands up. That's right. what it looks but like. But anyway, she was telling me when she was young, she's not originally from the hometown, but when they moved there. But when she was young, some, something crashed into that little. Uh, it's it's not even big enough to call a mountain. It's what we would call the foothills here. It, it would be a foothill. <clears throat> but she said the government was so quick to go scoop it up. Now was it alien? Or was it, uh, and they said it was a saucer. Right. Or was it something we're experimenting with? And I, I tend to think it's something we're experimenting with, maybe alien technology, and that's why the government was able to get there so quick. Right. Now, Aztec, I don't know. Maybe they saw it coming in. Uh, I don't know. Well, from what I've understand and <coughs> through my research, the crash in Aztec is... It's definitely UFO alien technology because that was an expected crash and it took a little bit, but they did scoop it up before the general public could get to it. Unlike Roswell, where it was a rancher who discovered it and he was reluctant to report it. But when he finally did, they were on scene immediately. Um, now, there's theories to why it crashed because supposedly the propulsion systems in these vehicles... Uh, operate off the magnetic field. And during the time, the night before the crash, there was a lightning storm, which the theory is that's what disrupted their navigation system. And that's why they crashed. Now, I don't know if uh, wherever these alien beings are coming from, if they have lightning storms on their planets because... Uh, Obviously, that's what's the precursor to these crashes. Right. Now, we'd, we'd, in theory, life forms uh, in other planets should be similar to Earth, the conditions. Should be. Should be to support life. So they should have the same conditions. They should have lightning storms. But who knows? You know, you can't account for everything. Maybe it was a lightning strike. Right. I, here's what I say. We take that theory as scientists here on Earth. Uh, the atmospheric pressure, the water, blah, blah, blah. Everything on these planets should be according to Earth. No, we don't know. We're, we haven't even seen a planet that right. they come from. So how can we say that their conditions should be like Earth? Right. We don't know. Because our scientists say that even if Earth's axis was one degree off, it wouldn't support life like and, it does. And, and they're, they're right. They're right. The way our planet rotates, the tilt, the axis, the distance from the sun, everything is perfect to In house life. life. Now, we've talked about this in some other on our previous podcast, Late Night with Larry, 
uh, about exoplanets that right. that have been discovered. Um, now, for those of you that are listening and don't know, an exoplanet is a planet that's out there, but it's an Earth-like planet, which they say they've discovered at least 10 in our solar system, and they're saying there's more out there. So if there are 10 in our solar system that are Earth-like planets, they have conditions of our atmosphere, water, everything, we just need to know how to get to them uh, before we could really say it's like Earth. Right. But now I, I want to throw this out there. They said it has to be Earth like conditions to support life. Now, what if the conditions were just a little different? Maybe it could support a different kind of life. And that's why the aliens we or people claim to see are different. Well, that's that I was I was trying to get to oh, there. Okay, okay. But, I didn't but mean you that. Ju- no, no, you jumped. That's all right. If you jumped the gun, Leapfrog. that's that's my thing. So we say we have exoplanets. But who's to say that these aliens can't live on a planet that has an atmosphere made of nitrogen? We breathe oxygen. Maybe they breathe nitrogen. And that's why when uh, the sightings that they come into our atmosphere, they have these suits. um, Just like we do when we go into a different atmosphere. Right. And uh, another theory is what if they aren't suits? What if they're... uh, AI, like robots with a, a synthetic skin or something. Right. We, we don't know that. But here's the, here's the ticker. These supposedly alien beings have been coming into our atmosphere, our world, for, oh, my God, I want to say at least 100 years or more. Let's say more because we've talked about how the natives and everyone has their theory. Even in Africa, the tribes have their theory of the star people that have come down and taught them and given them knowledge. The Egyptians. Even the Egyptians. And even we see, we look at some of the structures and the hieroglyphs in Egypt and we say the way the skulls are elongated in some of the drawings. Right. That's like alien and uh, we can't dispute it because it's there, it's recorded. And we always say that every culture records what they see. Right. Now, if we look at that, we look at the natives. They've recorded the star people. Yes. The Egyptians have recorded the gods that came down. Uh, the uh, Anunnaki have come down. And this is way before the Egyptians. Right, and, and this, we even covered this in a, a previous podcast. The the star people in uh, Naztec, was it, in South America? Nazca. Nazca. The mummies, they're, they're, they're alien. Right. Well, okay, let's take, let's, since we're on that subject, let's go to Nazca. Do you remember I told you to watch that? special about the Nazca mummies that were uncovered. I watched it. Now, they, and for any of you that don't know what we're talking about, if you have um, yourself or anyone that has access to the Gaia channel, there is a good documentary of scientists going down to Nazca because supposedly he's a grave robber and he'll tell you, but he was willing to sell them a mummy a full-bodied mummy that was wrapped. And, of course, we're going to buy it. We want to see what it's all about. This mummy had three elongated fingers, 
uh, it was shown that it had three eggs that it was ready to hatch. Right, in, in, inside. Inside. It was a female. Yep. It was a female, but it was not human origin. Right. It was, um, it was almost a hybrid because they, they found smaller mummies that look more alien. Right. Now, I, I want to throw this out there real quick. I know we've mentioned it before, but uh, we talk about documentaries like on Discovery, whatever, blah, blah. But if you have uh, access to Gaia, Gaia, they finance their own. Their own yeah. They don't look for outside funding, not no, they, government they funding. They finance their own. Uh, their own. Expeditions. Expeditions. So, and they do that to bring the truth. And uh, it was just amazing, those mummies that they found. I mean, how can you dispute it? Right. How can you? Not only that, let's take it to Ali, Ali Marzuli. He, for, I want to say, let's just say even 10 years back, I was listening to Ali Marzulli. Even before then, he's been on Coast to Coast, but he's done some videos where he goes down into Nazca himself and other parts of the world, and we look at the elongated skulls. Now, those skulls have been tested, and they've been proven to be non-human. Some of them are human, and they've been proven to be human, but... The theory is that they have copied the gods that have come down to them to teach them knowledge. So that's why you get in Africa and Nazca and in Peru and these countries where they basically cradle wrap their children and and wrap the skull so it elongates because they they're mimicking the gods that came down and taught them knowledge. And Ali's Marzulli does a great job of that. And some of the skulls they found in Peru, in Nazca, um, they stumbled across them because someone was, you know, the grave robbers are, are the ones that always gave them everything. But these skulls that they have, and they're in museums, they're amazing. And they've done the DNA testing, and the, the news... ABC News, NBC News, they don't tell you that No, these were tested and it's not human. Right. Now, tell them, because uh, we talked about how humans mimic. They, they do the, the skull wrapping to make the skulls elongated. And they had the actual alien skulls that were elongated. What was the difference? Well, the difference was the, the, they call it the sato suture. That's a difference. So on our skulls, we have three lines that come up from the side and the back. That's a saddle suture. So when you're a baby, you got your soft spot. That's your saddle suture getting, you know, forming. Once it gets hard, then we could touch you on the head. As you as a parent, or if you're not, I was, I would always tell my children, don't touch the top of the head because... The saddle suture wasn't formed. There was always a soft spot. Right. And you could see a baby breathing. You see it move. Well, these skulls don't have it because the saddle suture comes up twice and from behind. These skulls didn't have the one from behind. They had just the two from the side. So it was one solid skull. So when they were born, their skull was formed. Yep. So... uh Take it for what it is. Do your own research. If right. you don't believe me, look at the Nazca skulls and then look at a human skull. 
but th- there's still going to be a lot of people who are like, oh, that's fake, you know. But, I mean, take it how you will. Of course, everything on the Internet you got to take with a grain of salt. Of course. But uh, you could pick out what's pretty good and what's not. Just like in the Bigfoot world, you could pick it out pretty easy. That is. Now, I could go into a whole other topic, you know, right here in our state of aliens with Dulce and whatnot. But let's stay on topic. I really want to talk about this uh, series with Showtime because... Lou Elizondo, who was in charge of one of the first, I guess you would say, uh, space forces that were supposed to protect us from aliens, they tried to wipe him off the planet, saying he never existed. Yet we dug, they dug up photos of him. He was uh, what you call a black ops person. He did a lot of uh, black ops for the government, special forces, and whatnot. And uh, they asked him to head this as the director, and he did. Uh, when they wouldn't come out with, you know, and give people the truth, he said, I got to go, because he wanted to disclose the truth. And uh, I think he's a singer for Blink-182. That sounds familiar, yeah. He left the band Blink-182 to start uh, the To the Stars Academy. Right. Now... Let's get back to uh, why we start. What we talked about at the beginning of this podcast was government disclosure. Right. Now, we, we've had uh, all these congressmen or whatever asking for government full disclosure about what we know about <coughs> UFOs, alien technology. But it's all been more smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors. And you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll tell you as a, a veteran, and he could back me up, <coughs> that's a good thing. Because we've talked about different administrations and uh, a lot of these different administrations, a lot of these congressmen know nothing about it. Uh, And that's a good thing because they would blow everything wide open. Uh, They would stop the funding. Right. So a lot of this stuff is, I guess, funded through black ops as... uh and that's why Congress wanted disclosure because they they put the budget and they're like, we're signing the budget, but what what's actually going on? Well, uh, it's 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 really a need to know thing, and um, I've dealt with that when I was in the military. Need to know you have to, uh, and a lot of these congressmen don't need to know because let, let's face it, these. Everyone in Congress or the House or whatever, they're corruptible. Yeah, they are. And, and they're not the brightest ones. Just because no, they're, they're in Congress, they're not bright. Uh, I'm sorry. They're some, not. Some female Chinese spy will come in and, and, and that's get been all pro- the secrets. <laughs> and you know that's been proven. Right. Good God. Give but, him a little bit of fried rice and he speaks and his mind. He just wants a fortune cookie. He got a fortune no, cookie. But on, on an honest... Uh, Seriously, to get back to the topic, um, it's good that they don't know. And we talked about this because these people keep us on track. Uh, they don't go through like the, the change like elections. We have military people. We have advisors. They keep us on track. Well, here's, here's the bottom line, Vince. Me and you have been in the military. We are familiar with black ops operations. 
3.9% of Americans, they wake up every morning, they never served in the military, and they just go and they want to pay their taxes. So when they hear about, like, Blackwater or some kind of special ops forces that went array and it didn't work out, they automatically think, oh, what what was this? Why didn't they tell us? But it's... What, not, it's for- but let me take this a little bit further. What they don't understand is when I was on board a ship and you were on board a ship, here's where the black budget comes from. When I was spending $1,000 for a Paul, being Paul Hammer or regular Hammer, $400 for a toilet seat, is is that the correct amount to pay? No. For So as our budget took it, that's what we paid to bring supplies on the ship. Not only that, I tell people we would go out to sea, we would have brand new tools, and I don't care if the military hears this or not because I'm saying it because I saw it and I did it. We would take those brand new tools we just bought. Yeah, we'd probably put the older ones in the bucket and keep the newer ones, but we would go out to sea and throw it overboard. There's times where we would go out to sea and throw like, I shit you not, $10,000 worth of food Overboard because we're going to dock. Right. Or when, when you're coming to home port, uh, all your office furniture, stuff you don't want to unload. Throw what it do overboard. Do it? Yeah. And then we go and buy more for an outrageous price. But So where does the money go? It's it's It don't actually cost that much. You, it's in the budget. It's in the budget, but where does the money go? That Here's as an accountant, which I am today, that's what I'm saying. Where did this money go? So if I'm going to pay you $400 for a toilet seat, you are going to buy and charge me. So I pay you. I guarantee on the back end there's some government agency mm-hmm. operating that company where that toilet seat costed 10 bucks. Right, and they're going to the get rest, the 390 The rest of the money is going into black ops, right. and you don't know about it. You don't know a thing about it. And uh, our congressmen don't know a thing about it, and that's good. Right. Because, like we talked about off mic, they would halt it because they don't know where it's going. And But if they knew where it was going, they would blow the cover wide open. They probably would. Now, to get back, what I wanted to talk about was uh, these black ops and uh, this uh, alien technology. There, there's a lot of rumors, a lot of whistleblowers about these bases where we're working with aliens mm. or these uh, this alien technology right. that we uh, acquired either through a crash or, you know, the theory about the Germans with the, the bell. The bell. Now, they caused one to crash because some kind of, <sighs> same as Russia, the electromagnetic interference. Right. Now, all of you that may not be educated... Do you know what the Germans called the bell? They're educated. They're just not hip on some of this. No, no, no. Okay. The bell. The bell. What was it called? They they had a a word for it, but uh, the Glock. The bell. The Glock. So the Glock 9 that you're pulling back and firing when it makes that pow, that's what the Germans called the bell. It was called the Glock. So when American scientists found that, and it was operable, and uh, not 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 to be an asshole, but some of the Jews that were in the in the uh, prison camps that were getting ready to get executed, 
passed on to their people that they said at night they would see Experience. the glock, the bell. It would levitate, come up, glow, go down. So we know the Germans were, and even American, it, just do your research. America knew that they were getting close to. That's why when we defeated Hitler, we brought all of them, not even before then, when we were capturing them, we brought all those scientists here. And Robert Oppenheimer is one of them. And if you pick up his book, read his life story. He loved New Mexico, but we brought a lot of those scientists here. We give them two options. You either come and work for us or you die. Right. And that's what it was. And uh, they'll tell you about the Glock, the bell. And that's why they call the Glock 9 the Glock, because it's the bell. When you shoot that pistol, I'm ringing a bell. Right. Now, I want to bring this into today's terms. Uh, we all know what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. Uh, it's pretty much a stalemate. Russia's building up. Uh, I've even heard stories that they've already sent uh, their blood supplies to the front line, ready for an invasion. Well, but but nothing has happened, and uh, China's kind of sitting back in the wings. And we've talked about this before. Right now, <clears throat> there are they pushing us? Uh, do they want to see what we really have? Here's my thing. Um, now, we, we probably got a little off topic. We want to no, stay on the UFO. we're talking about UFOs. But, but here's, here's the thing. I do believe that China knows there's UFOs. I know Russia knows there's UFOs. We know there's UFOs. But what China is doing today is they're trying to take control of the world. Just like, And you know what? We're here in America. Can you blame them? We did the same in the 50s. We wanted to control the world. How did we do it? How did we do it? Manufacturing everything here, exporting it to the world. Now, we thought corporations wanted the bottom line, so we shot everything overseas, and now we're paying for it. Right, right. And... um but let's talk but, about going to war with yeah, them. Yeah, but everything from China's crap. Anyone could back me on that. It is. But going to war with them, uh, we're at a standoff now, and uh, I believe they know about the bell, and they know about the crashes. They've probably heard all the same rumors everyone has about alien technology in this country. Um, and we talked about this. We have more stealth technology than anyone. We do. And I, and I do believe we got that. From. And that goes, extends from our aircraft to our ships. Well, and it, it's even deeper now because we're looking at cloaking. Right. And uh, I think all that comes from alien technology, and I'm not going to even lie about it. That's what it is. Well, the thing that Russia and China are beating us right now is with the hypersonic missiles. And everyone says, oh, we got left behind. How did that happen? We got such a big budget. But they don't understand our budget. We have a lot of bases around the world we have to pay for. Wow. That's where a lot of the budget goes to. But our our focus as far as hypersonic has been on a vehicle. Well, let me let me say this. And I don't know if it's true and I don't know if it exists. But during the Ronald Reagan era, Ronald Reagan wanted the Star Wars project. So who cares if you have hypersonic? If we have satellites up in space that 
have the Star Wars capability. Right. Shoot anything you want off because these missiles to reach us have to enter space. Once it enters space, we, right. we destroy and, it. And um, I, I believe we do because one of China's goals was to send up some kind of satellite that could blind ours, right. space dust or whatever you want to call it. Right. And uh, also, I don't know, uh, the Space Force, that's supposed to be their job, right? It's supposed to be. That's what they're there for. Anyway, I'm not too worried about it because I think, you know, us as a nation, I will say as our nation ages and I see the younger people where their focus is, I do get worried. Right. But but back to we're talking about UFOs and, and supposed to be yeah. the UFO technology. I think they're pushing us right now to see what we actually have without well, starting an actual war. Because even a conventional war... <clears throat> Russia's going to use nukes. They they already said. Yeah, they of, of course, but but it, it's it, it's going to be a no win situation if that happens. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, we if we do truly have that alien technology, let's use it now. Well, that's and, what and the, if something starts, who knows? Well, and let's take you back to what I was just talking about. This series, they talk about the UFO technology that supposedly we know about we possibly have or that we want to acquire and uh it's all just a big game but you know if there are aliens out there that which i believe there are no one says we have to be alone in this universe um do your research right see the cattle mutilations why was all this going on now i want to throw this out there before we close out uh a world, uh, a nuclear war would destroy this whole world. The there would world. no be, no, there would be no winners. No. And uh, actually, if it happened, I'd want to die because I, I wouldn't want to live through that crap. Right. But we've talked, we've talked about other times where supposedly aliens have shut down missile silos. Yeah, and they have. So, who knows what'll happen? Right. And we've talked about this before, but I'm gonna let you guys know if it's your first time listening to us. There's footage of UFOs shutting down when we're testing our ballistic missiles off the coast of California. If you want to know more, let me know. Reach out to us. You know how to do it. We'll tell you about it. But not only that, the, I, I, I love one of the stories I've seen. And if you really want to know, reach out. But it's about South African kids that actually witnessed Right. A UFO landing, and these aliens came and told them about the future of our world. And uh, these kids, 30 years later, were interviewed, and their stories have not changed. Right. And, and basically said we're going in the wrong direction. Right. Ab we absolutely are, according to them. Now, I don't know. We, we, we'll leave it up to you as a listener. Right. Um, I, I will throw this out to our, all our listeners we talked about this off mic. There's a lot of disinformation already going out on there. A lot coming from Russia about uh, us cowering, them scaring us off, and none of that's real. It's not true. Just chill out. Just uh, yeah, live oh, your you life know what? And put a little faith in uh, what we got. That's. I, I, we could say that because we've been there, but 
most, you know, most American people get scared and they get overwhelmed and they believe what the media says. Eh, it is what it is. Understand this. Worst comes to worst, the media is not going to help you. No, and, and you better step up. And on the media, they've uh, they they put out there their analysts how we can't win a war out there. Trust me, our aircraft carriers scare every country on this earth. Well, that's because uh, we have twenty four. Well, and, and uh, most countries have one or two. And well, the one we're messing with right now has one. And it. No, they have two. But one's not working. One's broken. But uh, <laughs> our our specialty has been taking the war to somebody else. So. No, anyway. And, and, on, but don't believe everything on YouTube because there's a lot of crap. Well, on that note, yeah, don't believe it. But on the other note, what we wanted to talk about with UFOs, there's it's just such an intense topic that we can't touch base right. on everything. But I want to say, those of you that have Showtime, watch the series yes. UFO. Because it really made me think. Not just don't watch it once. Watch it twice. Right. Because you're gonna catch some things that you missed the first time. Right. And uh, I believe they're correct. Now maybe next time we come on, we'll go in depth about supposedly the alien base in Dulce, or we may do our scratch topic depending on what we find. Right. Or anyway. Uh, We've been watching a lot of Annabelle videos, too. So. Wow, we may talk about Annabelle, too. But anyway, just uh, relax. Don't believe everything in the media. That's right. And uh, you know what? We want to thank you for listening. And we also want to thank Nickelco. Nickel. Hey, Jennifer, thank you. Thank you. And uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Reach out to us. Let us know what you want to talk about or if you want to come on yeah, and talk about something. We love would have love that. Anyway, thanks. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to 